0: Okay, so welcome, this is 15 Minutes with Blake. I'm your host, Blake Linklater, and on the show today is Claire Bacham with Clear Wealth Group. Claire, welcome to the show. How are you doing today?
1: Good, thank you so much for having me.
0: Awesome, totally appreciate it. So like we said, the show's usually about 15 minutes. I like to give some tips to the audience and some action plans and your story about how you got into the business and any advice and one action steps that you can go to help elevate people's business and their mindset. So let's get right into it. Tell me about it. So how did you get into the business and like, what's your story and what do you do? How did you get, and how did you get So I
1: actually started as an options trader, um, back probably about 12, 13 years ago now. And I was trading the U S markets, all the high beta stocks. I had a lot of people who wanted me to trade their money for them. Turns out you need a license for that in Canada. So, I actually went to uh, a different firm and um, I was doing a lot of cold calling. They would not allow me to be licensed yet. So I thought, okay, I'm not really making hours in the business yet. Um, So we were allowed to cold call only to prospect for new clients from 9am to 9pm. So I ended up making 3,500 to 4,000 calls a week. And in this day and age, even 10 years ago, I didn't feel like that was a very good way to prospect because it's not very personable. So Um, I left them and I went and I worked for a different company called investors group where I thought, okay, this is great. I've now a licensed advisor. I will um, get my hours in the business and then I'll get out of here and go start my hedge fund because that was really what my passion was. But then I met my mentor Ralph weeks and he was one of the top guys in the company. He was one of the top advisors in Canada. So, he, he, I met him a little bit later after I started and he took me under his wing and he started teaching me all of these completely outside the box strategies. So I stuck with him. And once I started learning those strategies, I thought this is a really amazing way to actually help people become wealthy. So I've stuck, stuck with it. And since then I've moved over to a new firm. I'm now with Mandeville private client because I wanted to be a little bit more elite and increase my uh, offerings to clients. So now I am blessed because I'm also working with billionaire Michael Leachin, who's the founder and uh, chairman of our firm. So I get that exposure as well.
0: Awesome. So 3,500 codes Let's call 4,000 a week. How many cold calls is that a day? Because that's going to make it more like manageable for the on for me. Like, what is?
1: yeah so it was 800 calls a day so i was there 12 hours so that was uh i'd have to make 67 calls uh an hour
0: and that's just like pick up the phone and dial right yeah. so yeah. it literally puts the i mean i joke in this industry it's like oh what are you doing like you're smiling and dialing and, yeah. and that is literally what you were doing then
1: 100 it was just go 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 keep like don't stop and if you stop the guys would come the actual advisors would come around and say hey get back on the phone it was like the movie Boiler Room. I was like, this is not for me. This is not for
0: me. Fair enough. Yeah. And so now tell me about your business now. Obviously, you're not dialing. You know, you're working with, with millionaires and, and business owners. But tell me a little more detail about your business now because you're, you're or maybe you are still smiling and dialing, too. But.
1: No, I'm not. I don't I don't I, I don't like it that way. I like to like create relationships with my clients. So now. Because I moved out of the mutual fund only sales world and the captive, um, a captive uh, firm and into um, a more independent world. So uh, Mandeville Private Client, we call it MPC, it's opened up a whole new world for clients. So I've become IROC licensed. Uh, we're be- we're going to become a portfolio manager. So that opens things up even further for clients where we can start to create our own mutual funds if we like. Um, and the other thing about this firm is that we have access to private investments, right? So if you look at all of like the Yale Endowment Fund or CPP, they all have private in there as well. Not just the stuff that everyone else is um, uh, has as- access to. So so this, this gives us access to more elite uh, uh, investments, but also more elite strategies. And being around the people I'm around, it just... So we, it helps it. Yes. It helps all the people who are already affluent, but we look to make people who are not affluent become part of that, you know, one to 4% in Canada as well.
0: Cool. Yeah. Awesome. And so as you know, then like this, you know, this podcast is about like elevating your business and your mindset. And I always like to hear about people's successes. So what's been your, what's been your biggest success today? Yeah.
1: Other than my, my, my amazing son, he's going to turn four in two weeks. And honestly, marrying my, my husband is incredible. I'm blessed because I know a lot of relationships, especially through COVID broke down, we just became stronger. And now he works on my team and he's basically, he does all of our business development and marketing. So basically I have, now I have a new boss, which is my husband. (laughs) I'm I'm totally okay with I love it. Um, I just want to be bossed around at the end of the day. (laughs) Um, no, but other than that i think my biggest success has been growing my business from scratch um i know a lot of i think it's wonderful to have a succession where you're like I'm, I'm sure one day my son will take over my practice maybe not maybe he doesn't want to um but i think it's that's wonderful but i i never got a handout i never got a, a succession i never inherited anything so because i, I actually like you know buying we, we, we did a few book buying helping other uh Uh, advisors retire but I think that that's my biggest success is growing this thing from scratch and keeping in the business because as you know it's this is a very very difficult business especially now that we don't have any DSC so we don't get any commissions Mm -hmm. right so we have just trailer fees right so that has definitely been that the staying power I think has been my biggest success
0: that's that's good and you know what it's it is a known fact that like only ten percent of advisors are around after five years, mm-hmm. and, and I think that number may even be smaller. But I know, think
1: so too. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's huge. I mean, anyone who's still in the business after a few years should be proud of themselves, right?
0: So exactly. Yeah. Tell me about the challenges of working with your partner. I mean, I see a lot of advisors do that, and then some are like, "No, I never want my my spouse in there." And <laughs> it totally depends on the relationship. But obviously, there's some challenges because you're together. You know 24 hours a day almost so tell me about yeah that's,
1: that's the interesting thing is we feel like we never see each other so once henrik my son goes to bed it's like he's like my husband andrew will say okay yeah i'll see you in bed and we'll have a chat <laughs> we'll talk <laughs> we'll talk about the marketing strategy later right so because we, we're in bed at like nine o'clock because we're back he's up at 4 15 i'm up at five i can't do the 4 15 thing so we're like passing ships in the night kind of thing. Right. So we Mm -hmm. we don't actually get to see that much of each other. However, since we started together, this is, he's only joined us a few months ago. I feel like such a beautiful cohesiveness because our household has such massive dreams. We want, you know, the private jet, we want to be billionaires. So, and in the same sense, we want to bring our clients to that same level. Right. So, I think it it's helped us all. Um, my mentor Ralph always says, "If you have enough people rowing in the same direction, you will be unstoppable." So I think for us, it just felt more like, "Yeah, yeah, okay, now we're going to be unstoppable." So it's actually helped our relationship as well. Cool. Yeah, I like what that. Yeah, yeah.
0: What's been some of your biggest failures or a lesson you wished you uh, a lesson you wished you learned earlier?
1: Yeah, this one is huge for me putting too much time into, I call them dusty advisors. Um, if you're newer in the business, you probably know what that means. The, the advisors have been around, but they're not really doing anything. Um, and I don't mean that as a major insult, but kind of, it's kind of tongue in cheek, I guess, um, they're stuck in their ways. You know, I, I worked with one for a while. We did do some, some business together, which was wonderful. He was a, a amazing human being, but as an advisor, um, I got away from what really worked well for me and my clients. And I got into that same old inside the box routine. So um, he kind of changed my mindset in terms of my sales practices. And honestly, it was focused too much on drama. So I, I feel like I wasted a lot of time there. Would I be further ahead now? Probably yes, but it's okay. I think you have to learn those lessons. It's just, there's a lot of noise out there. So, um, and I can, and Ralph, Ralph will attest to this. My husband, Andrew will attest to this, but I, it, you really have to keep those blinders on no matter what you're doing.
0: It's so true. Like keeping the blinders on and, you know, like I've been in the business as an advisor since 2013. And like, when we talk about your biggest, my biggest lesson was learning to trust your gut and and to go with it because I have, I mean, I've switched firms, you know, a few times and like I should have listened to my gut more and, and, and cause like you just said, there's lots of people, you know, there's lots of people who say they help you and won't there's lots of noise out. I think the best way to put it is there's lots of noise out there yeah. and there's lots of different ways to build this business and everybody kind of thinks their way is the best.
1: Yeah. Um, and I think, I think that the other problem is the advisors who are senior now to you and I, for example, they are, they're doing, they're giving you advice. Like, uh, for example, um, I loved my RD, my, sorry, my regional director at investors group, but their idea was still to cold call when I joined the business. And I think that all of these people, they're, all of these people, even if they're super successful, they're still using practices that they used way back when in the seventies and eighties and nineties when they started, but those things are not, they're not working anymore.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Right. So Yeah, you need to not not listen to the noise and do your own thing.
0: Definitely. Yeah. So, how do you find your clients now? What are some of your marketing strategies? I mean, I see you. I follow you on Instagram, so I'm sure that's one one or two methods, and maybe TikTok. I don't know. My kids have TikTok accounts. I don't. Maybe I should for a reason, but that's a different story.
1: I'm not into TikTok. I have it. I've posted, I think, one video on it. I just. I feel like it's uh, clients are sending me a lot of videos from TikTok, and they're like, is this true? And it's like, mm-hmm. no, they're just, they're so unprofessional. Right. And so they're not licensed. They don't know what they're talking about. So I can't, maybe we should be putting ourselves on there as licensed individuals to battle them. But I think I'm sure that that's part of our grand scheme of our marketing program. Um, but now I I, I don't want to use the old, Oh, I just get referrals. I do get a lot of referrals. It's amazing from our client base, because if you're doing good for people, they're going to send you more people. However, that, especially if you're trying to grow, that's not the only way, obviously. So uh, we do email marketing. Um, We do. So uh, because my husband does all of the marketing and uh, business development for us now, we do probably, we're going to be working on, at least two seminars a month, but they're going to be like a a little bit less formal, like a workshop online, like a webinar. We did a few in the spring, just, we took a break for the summer and we were able to find people either who knew us, who knew us through someone. And then we started advertising, just um, you doing sponsored ads on like Facebook and Instagram. And that was how we found our people. So, but I do have a little bit more of a niche as well. Um, Mm typically I work with either professional women or women who are, I personally believe that um, being a stay-at-home mom is a profession because it's so hard Um, because we, we also homeschool my son. So I know what it is to be home with someone like that with a little guy. Um, So we, we, we find people through that niche, but we also work with, business owners I think it's important that it's you don't niche yourself down too much in the beginning because you need to kind of have a blanket and find what that is. I know there were very successful who you know as well like advisors who just work with doctors. That's great once you find that, but also his dad was the chief of surgery or something like that. So you know it like it 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 just naturally found him, right? So that's the way I find my clients. Um, I think that anyone who says to you, we just get referrals, I don't think they're doing enough.
0: Yeah, I would agree. Like anybody who says they're just getting referrals, I think you need to do more because yeah. there's too many other things that can go wrong and, and it's yeah. out of your hands.
1: Exactly. I'm waiting for someone to refer me to someone when the, yeah. when the conversation happens to come up. Well, I need to grow more than that. I have have huge goals for the next year. Like, how am I going to hit those with just relying on other people? Right?
0: Yeah. So let's go on. What makes like some, what are some of the biggest mistakes that you see in your clients or prospect or prospects Mm -hmm. or potential clients? Let's just narrow down. What's one or let's say two of the biggest mistakes you see that people make with their finances.
1: Fear and procrastination. So time and our health are the most valuable assets that we have. Fear, because I think that they think that, you know, we're, I guess we're big, scary people, right? Advisors. So I think people are afraid to be sold on something, or they're afraid that we might be right, and that they're not doing enough. It's kind of like, um, I'm a big fitness uh, person as well, right? And it's kind of like, Someone will not go to say my my trainer Steph. They will not go to her because they don't want Steph to tell them, okay, this is what you need to be eating and this is how much exercise. They don't people don't want to hear it, right? So that procrastination is there. However, a year from now, I looked at a picture of myself. I lost fifty three pounds in the last year because after Hendrik and then after we were pregnant with the second one, which unfortunately we lost, but after that, I. I could not lose weight and get myself back to where I was. However, a year's gonna go by whether I do something about it or not. So, a year's gonna go by whether you do something with your finances or not. So, you can still be broke <laughs> at the end of a year, or we can get a strategy in place for you and you can feel amazing in a year from now, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah, that's interesting. And I'm a big believer in that, like, if you change your health, your finances or other areas of your life will change too. And, and like, I think yeah. you just, you just said it there, you lost 53 pounds, you know, yeah. a year. So kudos to you for that. And again, yeah. my, my condolences on, on losing the child. And yeah. But I bet in that same time that your business probably grew rapidly yeah. in that last year and a half, two years.
1: Totally. We, we grew exponentially and it's just been, I think for us after that loss, it was like, okay. We can sit here and dwell and feel bad, or I used to be a fitness athlete, so it was in my blood, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Like a competitive athlete. But I thought, okay, what can I focus on? I want to focus on my family, Andrew and Henrik. I'm going to focus on my fitness and my clients, not in that order, all kind of equal, but I thought those are the next, those are the three things I'm going to seriously focus on in the next year. And mindset is always in there as well for me as well. Right. But, um, and then when I did that, the changes were unbelievable. Was it hard? Ah, you bet. People ask me. So how do I, I saw a lady in the grocery store, and she stopped me, and she said, "Why do you look so good?" And I said, "Excuse me. She said, why, do you look, why is your stomach so flat?" And I said, she says, well. What did you do?" And I, my husband's hearing this. He says, "Oh boy, yeah. She has no. I just. He says it's hard for you to explain the work that goes into it.
0: Mm-hmm. Just
1: like what we do, you know, because you have clients as well, right? It's hard for us to explain. It looks like we're just, you know." This is, you know, yes. it's fun. We're an advisor and we advise. No, no, no. The, the strategy and the studying that goes into what we do is unbelievable, right? Yeah. So.
0: And I think more and more, and you'll see it more in the future, the, you know, call it behavioral coaching, call it financial therapy. You know, I've heard many buzz. There's a lot of, I'm going to call it financial coaching with clients to help to get through behaviors and some mindset and to to learn to spend it and do other things that go unnoticed. And they're really, really, really hard to measure. How do you measure something like that? And, yeah. and you know, yeah. that's a back burner project I'm working on, but it's, yeah, but it goes unnoticed.
1: It, we're, we're like, we're like, I've had clients, I've had many clients call me in tears in the last little while. I've had, I've had male clients call me in tears and just say, you know, I lost a job. What do I do? How do I do? What, what's my next step? And, we take on the role of almost like a like a like a marriage counselor, uh, you know, a career coach. I've even talked to clients about what they they're going to wear about to an event and what's appropriate <laughs> like you know for professionalism, right? So we we kind of we kind of wear many hats, but that's also what I love the most about this business as well, right? Cool.
0: Mm-hmm. All right. So we're coming up to near the end. Let's, you know, there's thousands of advisors, there's hundreds of thousands of advisors out there. What makes you different than other ones? You touched on a little bit of already, but let's, you know, go in a little deeper. What makes you different?
1: Okay. My, my billionaire mentor would say, he says to me, I have all the qualities that you need to be super successful, that I'm brave. However, my also extremely successful mentor, Ralph of 10 years, he said that I had, what it took and my ability, he calls it dancing. My ability to dance was what brought me to where I am. What that means is I have this ability to deal with people where it doesn't matter. If um, you say this, I know what the answer is. I, I, I plan what you, all the things that you possibly could say to me, it's very hard to catch me off guard, right? My ability to learn the strategies and also my, I've heard this from clients and from friends, my, unwavering determination for success Mm. i will not i had i saw a girlfriend i've been friends with her for 25 years she said you're nuts (laughs) you have this unwavering determination and tenacity you you're like the terminator you will not quit until you are a billionaire until your clients are billionaires or multi multi, multi-millionaires she says you're you're nuts until you're super fit she's you just don't give up so i think that that's what uh makes me different
0: awesome yeah and I think determination, like persistence, is probably is the number one factor to succeed in anything. Just an unwillingness to to quit. And with the interviews I've done, and even looking at other successful people in any area, like determination has been one of the the prerequisites. Has been one of the things that just kept them going. Yeah. Regardless. Oh
1: yeah. Perseverance, determination. Yeah.
0: (laughs) All right. Lastly, for anybody who's listening, you know, what's one action they can take today to help them move closer to, to their goals or to their, whatever that may be. Goals of finance since you're in that field.
1: They're not, you're not going to like it. They're (laughs) not going to like it. So I'm sorry, everyone. Um, I, I've been, I deal with a lot of younger advisors now that I'm a little bit more seasoned, I guess. And um, you got to put your ego to the side. Even if you think you don't have an ego, trust me, you do. You have to put your ego to the side, find the most successful mentor you can, whoever you want to be like, look at that person and think, do I want to be like that person in 10 years from now? Is If that person, the way they are right now, if I want to be like them, great. If you don't, then find somebody else. Listen and do what they say, they're successful, they're in that position for a reason, right? I've surrounded myself with the most successful people I could find, And I continue to do so. So I keep now. Now I'm, you know, I'm working with Ralph. I'm working with Michael Leachin. I'm finding the most successful people in my circle that I can attach myself to. And I'm listening. I just, I, I shut my mouth and I listen and I do what they say. You have to have kind of like a. I don't know what else to what else to say. Is just you be you be humble. They're Mm -hmm. there for a reason. If you want to learn from them, just listen.
0: Perfect. Yeah. Awesome. So. You know, with, with that, you know, again, thanks again. How can people get a hold of you if they want to reach with you, if they want to work with you, if they have questions? How can they get a How can they get a hold of you?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Feel free. We love helping other advisors anytime, no problem. Uh, my Instagram, you can follow at Clear Wealth Group. You can follow at Claire Bockham. Find me on LinkedIn, you'll find me, just check out my name here, Claire Bauckham, or you can look at our website if you want, clearwealthgroup.com, but you can find me in many places. Kind of Google Claire Bauckham and you'll find me.
0: Perfect, thank you, Claire, and thank you, audience. As always, I'd love to hear what you guys thought about this episode, any any ideas, what you liked, what you disliked, Uh, and again, you can hit me up on all social media platforms, at will link later, and enjoy the day, and there you have it with, with Claire Bauckham and talk to you next week.